0: Well, reporter Tim Brown was at the briefing this morning at 7.30 from Fire and Emergency, along with Police and the Minister. Tim joins us now. The size of this fire, Tim, overnight, it really does sound like it has got a lot bigger.
1: Yeah, it's now up to 630 hectares, that's a perimeter of 12 kilometres. So the last we had last night was, was 100 hectares, so about six times that size now.
0: That is big. Uh, No buildings, though, that have been damaged overnight, uh, but still a lot of evacuations.
1: That's right, yes. so four areas are evacuated. They, they spread across the Christchurch City and into the neighbouring Selwyn District. But that's right, no, no buildings lost overnight. There were fears yesterday for five or six that were at real threat. The fires were very close according to the, the firefighters at the time. Uh, no word on how close the fire is to those homes now, but no damage or, or dis- dis- destruction overnight.
0: We heard too that it had jumped uh, the summit road right up by Worsley and Dyers Pass. That seems to be the focal point in then there is this element of concern about if the wind pushed it over down into Governor's Bay.
1: Yes, so that's why the firefighting effort is so strong this morning. So there are already 12 helicopters up. There will be 13 up there uh, this morning, 23 crews and two fixed-wing aircraft also laying down a line of fire retardant. It's all about those fire breaks and getting in ahead of the wind and the temperatures rising this afternoon.
0: Yeah, I mean, that When what time are we expecting that now? About sort of one, or, one o'clock or so. That could get up to sort of 30, 40 k's an hour. That is going to make life very difficult.
1: Yes, that, that, is, that is the concern they have. They are preparing for that accordingly. But the plan is to get in there and get ahead of any changing conditions this morning so that they have uh, laid the groundwork for an easier path this afternoon to hopefully get it contained. That was the, the, the words of the, the firefighters, that they hope to have it under control, but they can't give assurances at this stage. It's far too early, especially with the changing conditions.
0: Mm. And uh, police, too, were at the briefing. A little, little bit of concern that there's a few rubberneckers, a few people getting in the road.
1: Yes, that's right, what they've described as disaster tourists. So that's people who are just going out there uh, to take a look, to to put it on on social media. They've uh, interrupted residents trying to leave the area during the evacuations, and they've also caused issues for trying to get firefighters and equipment in to fight the fire. And obviously we had a warning uh, from Mark Mitchell, uh, the emergency management uh, minister, saying that, that anyone who thinks about putting a drone up will face serious consequences as well. There were six aircraft grounded in a fire in Tasman only a couple of weeks ago due to someone flying drone in the fire ground area
0: now just one thing with with the fire seven years ago there was a lot of criticism about the response because of issues around councils and whose authority it was because the selwyn and christchurch districts what that pretty much the fire's near the border right so those issues have well and truly been sorted this thing seems to be running a lot more smoothly yeah, early,
1: early Valley is basically split by the boundary of the Sowan District and the Christchurch City District. And I, I've spoken to both Sam Broadden and uh, Phil Major, the mayors, for, for those areas this morning. They said it was a 15-minute phone call. They learnt the lessons from last time and they knew they had to get onto it fast. So as soon as they had that call, they were able to make that emergency declaration and, and get them beside each other.
0: Very good. Thank you very much. That is our reporter, Tim Brown, who was at that briefing this morning. Uh, we will go back to him, no doubt, throughout the morning and day.